Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Friday, Edwin. Wrapping up the week. We are wrapping up the week, but just beginning the month of December now. What is it, December 2nd already? It is the 2nd. Very good. The year of our Lord, 2022. Yes, that's what's on the... Equipment. All the equipment's there. We're good. We're not recording over anything. This is this is important. That yeah, I didn't tell you, but that did almost happen a little bit ago. We, did we, it really? Yeah, but we didn't. We, I caught it. We got a lot going on here. If <laughs> if the camera was in the room, they would see a desk that has a lot of work going on. We got equipment, like six Bibles here, all opened up, and and also your bottle of Perrier. Yes. Well, because you, you're so much better than I am with just my regular old water here, uh, Edwin. We are not Philistines. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, if only it were coffee. If only it were coffee. That's all right. So look, let's not waste too much time. I want to finish strong on Psalm 66. Though, before we get into it, mm-hmm. we are ending the week, but a new week will begin in just a couple of days. That's and sense, yes. our congregation will be meeting. That's on right. On the first day of the week, the Lord's Day, we'd love for everybody to show up who's in the Tampa area. You can find out more about that at christiansmeethere.org. Of course, we invite you to send us any messages, let us know what you're learning, let us have feedback about the podcast. You can write to us at texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Yes. And having all of that out of the way, let's read Psalm 66. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. For the choir director, a song, a psalm. Shout joyful praises to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of his name. Tell the world how glorious he is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name in glorious songs. Come and see what our God has done. What awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea and his people went across on foot. There we rejoiced in him. For by his great power, he rules forever. He watches every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Let the whole world bless our God and loudly sing his praises. Our lives are in his hands and he keeps our feet from stumbling. You have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver. You captured us in your net and laid the burden of slavery on our backs. Then you put a leader over us. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. Now I come to your temple with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you. Yes, the sacred vows that I made when I was in deep trouble. That is why I am sacrificing burnt offerings to you. The best of my rams is a pleasing aroma and a sacrifice of bulls and male goats. Come and listen, all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or withdraw his unfailing love from me. So as we think about this psalm in light of our, I guess, uh, Friday um, tradition. (laughs) (laughs) It's always a good Friday here on Text Talk. It's always a good Friday here on Text Talk. You know, we we look for Jesus in these psalms. Yeah. And uh, where, where where do you see Jesus this week, Edwin? All right, well, let me build this one up for you a little bit. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to lay this out. You can push back if uh, if you're not seeing it. But there's there's actually a statement in here that I I cringe when I read it. <laughs> I, 
Did, did I give away what I'm talking about? <laughs> I kind of cringe when I read it. And I think maybe a lot of our modern readers would cringe when they read it as well. And we find it, it several of the translations use this word, not all of them, but here in verse three in the New Living Translation, say to God, how awesome are your deeds? I love that part. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Okay. And and that, that I don't know, but that picture of enemies cringing in the presence of God, that just... I don't know. It sounds, uh, it bothers me a little bit. However. Bothers I, you in what respect? I don't know. Just just that idea of, of cringing. I, I just. Uh, I, I have negative associations with that word. I, I typically use it when I think about, and this is going to date me, okay, but truly cra- scratching nails on a chalkboard. Makes you cringe. It made me cringe. Yes. I mean, I just, I never could handle that sound. That was yeah. terrible to me. And so I guess just that image of God, you are so powerful. This is what your, you know, your enemies are going to cringe. Mm. Uh, you know, what I really want is for the enemies to, you know, come into God's presence and decide you we're, we're going to serve you. But instead they, they come in cringing mm-hmm. there. This is not the first time we've read this word in the Psalms though. Uh, in Psalm 18, in Psalm 18 okay. and verse 44, uh, let me back. I'm going to read, I'm going to read three verses. Psalm 18, verse 43 you delivered me from strife with the people. You made me the head of the nations. People whom I had not known served me. So this is David talking about his kingship and God, the great blessing he gave him as king. And it wasn't just over the people of God, but it was the, there were other nations that came and surrendered. Now, here we go. Verse 44. As soon as they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreigners came cringing to me. I'm reading from the ESV right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then verse 45, foreigners lost heart and came trembling out of their fortresses. Did you, did you flip over to Psalm 18? Yeah, I did. What did you say in verse 44? So what you have in 44 in the new King James, as soon as they heard of me, they obey me. That matches up pretty good. The foreigners submit to me. Mm. The foreigners fade away and some frightened and come frightened from their hideouts. But I was going to say, so it uses the word submit instead of cringe, but there's this textual note that says it could be translated feigned. Yes. That they feigned submission. And and that's the idea. This this cringing here is the idea of feigned obedience. In fact, that's in Psalm 66.3, the New American Standard, that's, that's how they translate it. They feign obedience. Mm-hmm. And so here's the idea of people who come into God's presence. God is so powerful, they realize they have no option mm-hmm. but to come into his presence offering obeisance, though not from the heart, like we described yesterday. These are not folks who are joyful in surrendering and submitting to God. Well, let's let's go through that, because I don't want to skip over that too fast. Okay, go ahead. When you talk about in contrast to yesterday, that the psalm does end by the psalmist professing from a pure heart. In his heart, he never cherished iniquity. So Uh, I I wouldn't say he never. He's not doing it now. I think he sinned. I think he sinned, and he has... And he's loved sin just like all of us have. But here he has rejected it. He's turned away and he hasn't hung on to it now. And that's the repentance, which is why is now he's being delivered. Okay. He didn't he didn't hang on to it. Uh be that as it may, these other people They're hanging on to it. They're hanging on to it. Yeah. Yeah. They're hanging on to it. It's it's the difference between repentance. It's diff- it's the difference between the person who joyously hears what God has offered and casts away their sin, doesn't hang on to it, doesn't continue cherishing it, and and now moves toward God versus these other folks 
who, as they've come into God's presence, they know there's not anything they can do but that. Mm-hmm. Here's how powerful this God is. They can't get away. They come cringing. They come feigning obedience. They come reluctantly rather than out of true submission and delight to mm-hmm. submit to the Lord. So I think there's a I think there's a contrast there. Okay. Are you seeing that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do. Not everybody's I, seeing the video right now. Well, I'm, look, I, I, I'm looking I, at your face, and and it's it's listen, not looking I, like I, hey. I, I when apologize. It's Friday. <laughs> straight thought. Not, not straight enough thought. Co- not just, enough coffee. Straight thought just went across my mind. You know what it is? I I don't know. What? Go ahead. Weren't we talking about Jesus? <laughs> well, I told you I was going to have to set the stage for this. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I really had one of those. How, how did we get here? Moments as I'm looking at the clock. <laughs> okay, I know. I got four minutes. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. I'll bring it around. I'll bring it around. Okay. So here's the point. In this psalm, what we find repeatedly is everyone is going to come into the presence of God, and okay. everyone is going to worship Him. Everyone is going to fall down before Him. But we actually see that there are going to be two different kinds of people. That are doing that. I see. Those who come joyfully, volunteering in the day of his power, mm-hmm. excited and happy to, to be worshiping and honoring and bowing the knee before God. But then there's going to be others who come reluctantly, who come feigning, who come cringing because they've just realized the tremendous power of God and they don't enjoy it. They don't want to, but they will. They're going to come anyway. All right. Now, with that in mind, let's remember a couple of passages. So we've got in Isaiah... Mm-hmm. Chapter, let's see here. Isaiah, I got my, like you said, a lot of work going There's on a here. A lot of Bibles in Isaiah say. chapter forty-five. I see. I knew it was here somewhere. Isaiah chapter forty-five and verse twenty-three. By myself, actually, back up to verse twenty-two. Turn to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. By myself I have sworn, from my mouth has gone out in righteousness a word that shall not return. To me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear allegiance. Mm -hmm. So here's the prophetic utterance in Isaiah that this is our God. Our God is so powerful and so amazing that he says, look, I'm telling you this in my righteousness. I am am swearing this in my righteousness by by how righteous and holy I am. I'm telling you this is going to happen. Every knee will bow. And every tongue confess. So not just the Jews, the Gentiles too, all the people of the nations, mm-hmm. everybody. And in Romans 14 and verse 11, Paul uses this to say that, look, everybody is going to stand before the judgment seat of God, every one of us. However, in Philippians chapter mm-hmm. 2, in Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11, he puts a little twist on it. Mm-hmm. How about, would you, yeah. hey, could you read that for me? I've got that. Philippians 2, verse 9, therefore... God also has highly exalted him, which is Jesus, given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So Paul pulls from this this tradition of every knee bowing at, you know, maybe I shouldn't use the word tradition because that gets misunderstood. I don't mean that in the sense of this kind of thing that's out there. I mean, that here's this scriptural thing that's repeated and handed down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. We find it in the Psalms. We find it in the prophets. Yeah. And now we find Paul saying the exact same thing, that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess allegiance to God. And that's why we're all going to stand in judgment before right. him. But now here in Philippians, he gives it that little twist. Yeah. Who is the God before it's whom Jesus. all flesh will come? Who is the God before whom everybody will come? It's Jesus. Jesus Christ. Just like last week, we recognize that that Jesus is 
last week we were looking at God, the redeemer, God, the creator, God, the provider. And we realized, oh, that's Jesus. Mm -hmm. The same thing in this Psalm of praise is that this, this God to whom all of the earth is going to come Mm -hmm. to whom everyone is going to bow. It's Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now that leaves us with the question, who are we going to be? Will we be the ones who offer ourselves freely in the day of his power? Will we be the ones that come into his presence, bowing the knee, confessing allegiance, offering our loyalty to him out of joy, out of awe, out of gratitude and thanksgiving, excited to to push away the sins that we had wanted to follow before, but we're not going to hang on to those. We're going we're gonna to turn those over because I'd rather have Jesus than my sins. Or are we going to be, be those people that want to hang on to the sins right. and we're upset and we don't really like the fact that this Jesus is so powerful, but what are we going to do? I guess now he's, he's won, he's won yeah. the victory and yeah. we just have to come into his presence. We, I mean, that's the question. I, I hope just even in the way I've said that people are recognizing which one of those two we want to be. That's exactly right. <laughs> and it is the wonder of the, you know, wonderful gospel invitation that now we have that opportunity <laughs> to come to him, to surrender, to submit to him as the Lord. Yeah. Uh, but but the then the prophecy here is, but we will all submit. And make sure that we understand this about the gospel. The gospel is not get baptized and you'll go to heaven in the end no matter what. The gospel is there is a king. Mm-hmm. Give him your allegiance. Yeah. When when you when good you point. give your allegiance to this king, this king delivers. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. And I get it. There are times when we're in the dry times and times in the wilderness, and there are times when enemies seem to be taking over. And even like with this psalm, sometimes that's because of our own sins. Yeah. Uh, sometimes other psalms point out it's not. It's just the world we live in. But understand, our king is going to win. And it's not do this rote action and in the end go to heaven. It's give your life to this king. He's the amazing king. He's the one you want to follow. And uh, it's it's either give allegiance to him now or it's cringe in his presence in the end. Well, and it's how we see Jesus is that he is both savior and judge. Yes. That when he died to save us, but he will return for judgment. Yes. And execute the judgment of God. So we will bow. Well, all right. We do see Jesus then in this psalm. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think so. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Let's wrap up the week, brother. Give us a prayer. Sounds good. Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for our time. And as we've been reading, meditating, discussing upon Psalm 66, and particularly, Father, as we think about that there is a day when each of us must meet you, must meet the Lord Jesus Christ in judgment. And you know that day, Father, though, though we do not. And so, Father, we have your word, and we have your love and grace and the gospel. And I pray, Father, that it might move in our hearts, Lord, that we would not regard iniquity, that we would not cherish our sins, but, Father, cherish you, your love and your grace, that it would move us, Father, to give our allegiance, to seek you first and above all else, to bow our knee to you. But, Father, we read these words, and we take great courage that we know one day even your enemies We'll have to come cringing, bowing and admitting, submitting, you are Lord. Amen. And so pray, Father, for your glory in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. 
please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.